Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Win dixie Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslo Show 2.0. Welcome to Zaslo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0. My guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anna Jarn Levine, Accident Attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. 
Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zazlo Show 2.0. All right, welcome. Zazlo Show 2.0. It is a Thursday, the 18th of May. Good to have you aboard. We are a Blue Wire podcast presented as always by our title sponsor from day number one. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. 800-747-FREE. If you're in an accident, if you're dealing with a personal injury, I send you to the best. If you're listening to this show right now, you're practically family. And Anna Jar and Levine, they take care of you as if you're their family as well. That's their approach, and they make sure you get the money that you deserve. Call 911 first, then get an attorney on the phone immediately. Anna Jar and Levine, accident attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Wow! Last night, we start this two-week stretch that we've never had before in the history of South Florida sports, and it couldn't have gotten off to a better start. Last night, the Heat take that ass in Boston, a seven-point win and a 1-0 series lead over the Boston Celtics. That's what we're all talking about. Now tonight, can the Panthers do their part? Game one for your favorite little hockey team is on deck tonight at 8 p.m. But obviously, we'll be spending the entire show today talking about the Miami Heat and their dismantling in the second half of the, of the very arrogant. That was an arrogant performance by the Boston Celtics last night. A dismantling of the very arrogant Boston Celtics. So, the Heat last night, and I, I wonder if you experienced this the same way that I did, okay? So, the Heat get down by, <coughs> excuse me, uh, what, 12, 13 points in the middle of the second quarter. And I'm like, all right, it's not, I'm not going to tell you that I knew they were going to win the whole game. No, that's not how I felt. But I will tell you, there was never a moment in the game where I was panicked, where I thought that we were in trouble. I don't mean in trouble like, you I, again, I'm not saying I never thought we were in trouble as if we're definitely still going to win. But I meant we're going to be right there in the fourth quarter. Just keep the game close. And we like our horses in the fourth quarter. Just keep the game close. I'm not telling you that I felt that, okay, we're definitely going to have this massive third quarter. And we're going to be ahead the whole fourth quarter. No. But there was never a part of me that thought the game was going to get away from them even when they were down by 13 late in the second quarter. The game was never going to get away from them. 
no matter who they're playing, the game is not going to get away from them. We're right there. Just keep the game within striking distance. Now, the first few minutes of the third quarter, in a game like that, especially on the road, the first few minutes of that third quarter are always huge. The Heat are down nine, and this is going to go one of two directions. Either the Celtics are to come out, you know, score, say, like the first five points, or, you know, you go on a, a 7-2 run to start the third quarter, and now all of a sudden, the Heat are playing from 14 down in the second half. Or it goes the other way, which was seven straight Miami points to start the third quarter. What was it? It was, <coughs> excuse me, a Bam free throw, a, a Max Struess three, I believe, and that Kevin Love transition three. Seven straight points there. Boom. Before you know it, two-point game all of a sudden. It's going to go one of two directions. That's why those first few baskets of the third quarter are so enormous and set the tone for the entire second half. And the Celtics came out in that second half with a very, very arrogant performance. Very arrogant. And what I mean by that, obviously, is, yeah, the Celtics, they came out in that second half like the game was already won. Oh, we're up by nine on our home floor. Even though the Celtics are not a good home playoff team. Go look up the numbers. There's something like eight and nine in their last 17 home playoff games. And by the way, the Heat, go back to last season, uh, last playoff, Eastern Conference Finals. The Heat won games uh, four and six in Boston. Two, two and one last year in Boston in the playoffs. Now this year, another win so far. So the last two postseasons, the Heat are three and one. In Boston in the postseason. We don't care about playing in Boston. That, that building means nothing to us. We don't care. That, that, they may as well be... These games may as well be in Charlotte. It may as well be in Detroit. It, it doesn't matter. We don't care about that building. It means nothing to us. 3-1 and one now, these last two postseasons, at TD Garden in Boston. That's our building. So, the Celtics in the second half... They come out with a very arrogant attitude as if they already won that game. And you, you look, look at their record at home in the playoffs, just like I told you. Look at, and, and even just last round, they lost game one at home. They lost game five at home. It's terrible. <coughs> Go back to the first round. They had a chance to close out Atlanta in five games. They lost game five at home. They have to go six games against the Hawks. The Celtics have to go seven games against, against that, 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 that Philly team. They have to go seven games against. You come out with that attitude in the third quarter, a very arrogant attitude. You're going to get smoked playing against the Heat. And that's what happened. We smoked them and took that ass in the second half. We don't care about playing in Boston. That building means nothing to us. And I told you, I, I like this anytime a good Heat team. Now, I'm not saying, you know, when the Heat are like, you know, a regular. The Heat are not a regular 8 seed. We're way past that. But when the Heat are like a regular 7 seed or a regular 8 seed, you want, you'd rather have the home games. But when you're a good Heat team, I, I love starting the series on the road. I'm always confident in the Heat being able to get a game on the road. Can the Heat win one out of the first two games? Against anyone. I'm very confident of that. And right off the bat, you steal the home court advantage. Now, it's not like the New York series where you know the Heat are winning games three and four and then potentially game six in Miami. You know they're not losing at home to the Knicks. It's not like that against the Celtics. Celtics, we know, win road games. We've seen it against us. They did it game seven in our building last year. But automatically, off the bat, you steal the home court advantage. You've now set the tone the entire series. We're not to be fucked with. Yeah. That's what you just did by winning that game. Now you get the bonus game, but that's what you just did by winning game one. You set the tone the entire series, and now you got a bonus game too. Now, he did not been able to take that bonus game yet, right? 
They've won game one on the road each series so far this playoff. They did it in Milwaukee. Then they got killed in game two. Did not take advantage of that opportunity. Did it in New York game one. Then game two, no Jimmy. And they had the chance. They couldn't capitalize. (laughs) Well, this will be the toughest one yet. They have another chance now to take both on the road. It's going to be incredibly hard. But you already did. You already accomplished what you needed to do. And that was getting out. I'm not saying you got that human nature thing. That's not what this Heat team's about. That human nature thing is when, all right, we already did what we're supposed to do. Uh, let, let's try, but then if it gets out of hand, we'll pack it up, we'll go home and take care of business at home. That's human nature. That happens. I don't believe that that takes place with this Heat team. But still, winning both games to start out the series in Boston, insanely difficult. But you have that opportunity now. You got that chance. And my favorite part of the game, and you saw this throughout the game, like Jimmy Butler rarely shows emotion, except, you know, you're having a 56-point game at home, the crowd's behind you against Milwaukee, coming from 14 down in the fourth quarter. Uh, this is my shit. Like, you, all right, you're getting the emotion there. But otherwise, Jimmy's a taken-care-of-business kind of guy. And last night, the entire second half, the entire fourth quarter, that was a taken-care-of-business effort from Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler became just the third player in NBA playoff history to record multiple 35, 5, and 5 games. And, uh, like, multiple steals. I forget what the number was. The other two players on that list, Michael Jordan, Allen Iverson, end of list. Michael Jordan did it seven times. Allen Iverson did it twice. Jimmy Butler has now done it twice. That's the list. That's the end of the list. Three guys. My favorite part of the game is after the game. And that their NBA on TNT, the sideline reporter, she's interviewing Jimmy Butler on the floor. He is completely unimpressed with all of it. Just completely unimpressed with winning this game. Because he is out there expecting to win every single game, no matter who they're playing, no matter what building it is. Especially that building, which does not phase this team. That's my favorite part of the game. I mean, I'm watching, I'm like, I love you so much, Jimmy. You're my dog. He is completely unimpressed with what just took place. See you on Saturday. About to do it again. Nothing to celebrate. Not even close yet. I love it, man. I love it. So the Heat do exactly what they're supposed to do. And like I said, I'm not going to tell you that I was sitting there on the Zaslow Mansion family room couch watching with my son, Corey. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I knew the whole time they were going to win. Not true. Knew it was going to be very tough. But there was never a moment where I thought we were in trouble. There was never a moment that I didn't think we're going to be right there in the fourth quarter. And what do you know? We were up the whole fourth quarter. Okay, we got to give credit to a bunch of guys. I told you starting this series, Bam Adebayo, I think this is a redemption series for Bam Adebayo. He was not good. He was was a, a ton of criticism he took last year. He was not good in the series against Boston. He had a great game seven, but Rob Williams ate his lunch money night in and night out that series. Bam, if he's the player we saw for most of this regular season, if he was that guy in that postseason series last year, the Heat win the Eastern Conference Championship. He's got a chance now to redeem himself, and he got off to a great start. 20 points, 8 rebounds, 5 assists, 9 of 13 from the floor. Make your free throws, Bam. He missed 3 out of 5. Make your free throws. But Bam was terrific last night. And you notice there, there are pockets in the game. You know, it was a lot of Jimmy in the first quarter. It was a lot of Kyle Lowry in the second quarter. It was a lot of Max Struess in the third quarter. And then you're back to a lot of Jimmy in the fourth quarter. They got different guys who do it all throughout the game. The Celtics, they got a huge first half performance from Rob Williams. But the Celtics, they're not winning games if Jason Tatum is not huge. They're not. They totally go 
like Jason Tatum goes. And the Heat get different guys. Look, you had six guys in double figures, all of them with at least 15 points last night. Two of those guys, Martin and Lowry, coming off the bench. Kyle Lowry, what a performance yesterday. Kyle Lowry looks like a completely different player than he was in the regular season. This version of Kyle Lowry, we could all get behind. I hate regular season Kyle Lowry. The most unlikable Heat player I've ever watched. Postseason Kyle Lowry has been very good. Very good. Lowry kept him in the game in the first half. He did. If not for that first, I think he had, did he have all 15 in the first half? He might have. If Lowry didn't have that performance in the first half, we're not down nine at halftime. We're down 20. Jimmy defensively, sensational. Max Struess was great defensively last night and had that huge third quarter. An all-around terrific effort from a team that expects to win every single game. And you know, there was the stretch in the fourth quarter where, all right, we're up by 12 going into the fourth. Celtics 7-0 run leads down to five now. But with like five minutes left, we got like three or four consecutive stops. And it was all during that stretch with Jason Tatum totally throwing up all over himself. Tatum throws the ball away to Jimmy Butler. One of Jimmy Butler, I think, several steals in the fourth quarter. Tatum with the travel at the basket. Obvious travel. Tatum with the travel on the second chance opportunity where he left his feet. He wants to complain. Hey, Jason, go look at the tape. Both feet left the ground. Easy call. Terrible performance in the fourth quarter with the turnovers for Jason Tatum. Terrible. No way around it. And during that stretch, so it's a five-point lead, six-point lead, whatever it was, and the Heat could not take advantage. It was Martin missed three. Struess missed three. Uh, uh, Bam, Bam missed floater. And it's like, God damn. Like, this is the stretch right here where if we could have scored once or twice off of those three turnovers, we're talking a seven or a nine-point lead instead of just a five-point lead. And then you had a huge three from Caleb Martin, I think it was, in the corner. Jimmy does his thing, a couple jumpers. And then, and then... So the shot clock is winding down. It's about a minute 15 left in the game. Minute 17 left in the game. Jimmy catches the ball. A pass near near the backcourt. He's going to have to chuck up a long three. At this point, it was 117-110. I'm already standing. You know I'm standing right in front of the TV. And I say to my son, Dagger. Go for the dagger, Jimmy. What happened to the Celtics? Adebayo matching his way into Harvard. Shot clock at three. Butler with Brogdon on him. It's a long three. And good! Oh, Jimmy freaking Butler puts it in! <laughs> oh, my. That's right. Jimmy freaking Butler. What a call there. Kevin Harlan, Stan Van Gundy, Reggie Miller, NBA on TNT. They have the whole series. A Dagger from Jimmy Butler. And I turn to my son and I told him, I go, he's like these other teams, he's the boogeyman. He really is. Jimmy Butler is the boogeyman. He just won't go away. He's incredible. I told you, he's top two Miami Heat player all time. Not second best player. You understand what I'm saying? Top two Miami Heat player all time. The dagger. From Jimmy. That put him up by 10. We all know they go on to win 123-116. Let me give you some of Kyle Lowry here post-game as well. NBA on TNT Studio crew. They're live in the building. Here's Kyle Lowry. Who, by the way, never does local media. Absolutely never. The radio. The television. Radio talk shows. La- he barely talks to the media in the Heat locker room. Lowry does no media. No local media. National media, he'll, it, it is something that bothers me about Lowry. He is not, you know, he has no interest in, in, in ingratiating himself with the community, the city, none of that. Never does anything local. But he's here sitting on set with the guys after the game. Are you, and the rest of your teammates, of what's been said going into this about Las Vegas odds and, and on and on and on, and, and, and your team 
basically an afterthought. Kyle, that's not disrespect. That's just the that's just the perception from all these. Well, these guys have this chance of winning the championship. Miami's got this. How aware are you of that, and what kind of fuel does that add? I think we're aware of it, but we don't care. And that's just how we've been operating, you know, this whole playoff run. I know we're an eight, eight seed, but we're not the typical eight seed. You know, we really don't care. We go out here and we do our jobs and we're prepared. Coach prepares us, the players prepare ourselves, and we get shots up and we just, you know, we just work. You know, that's the one thing about our, our culture is we just work no matter what. Love it. I mean, they, they, they expect to win every game they play. They don't care about that building in particular. They don't care what anyone thinks about them. And that's why I've been telling you guys, like, you know, the 3%. And no one's giving a, it's not a 3% chance to win. It's based on the analytics. They have a 3% chance. But we all get hung up on, on these people's opinions. You, you know, Monica McNutt, I told you the other day, who doesn't have a clue about the Heat. I heard her, by the way, on television this morning. She thinks the head coach of the Heat's name is Spolestra. Stop listening to these people. Stop caring what these people say. They don't watch the Heat. They don't know anything. Stop listening to them. And Kyle Lowry tells you right there, they hear the things that are said, and they don't care. You shouldn't care either. Real quick, I want to tell you guys before we continue on. You know, the weather was historically bad here in South Florida last month. The rain, the flooding, that's a big deal. If you think that your home or your business may have been damaged from all the flooding we had recently... You got to call my guys the Greensteins. Childhood friends with over 60 years of experience. Water cleanup of Florida is available for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Water cleanup of Florida, they understand the impact and stress an unexpected disaster may cause. Make sure you use local contractors like these guys, not fly-by companies out of state. Flood water, it produces mold within days if you're not careful. You got to take care of it properly. You and your neighbor, you may say, oh, let, let's just sweep out the, 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 the water from, you know, in the front of our house. We'll turn some ceiling fans on. We'll be good to go. Nah, that's, that's, that's going to be a really big deal. Call or text Water Cleanup of Florida anytime. 954-900-8635 or go to WCUFL.com. That's 954-900-8635. Water Cleanup of Florida. We clean up your schmutz. All right. Great night, man. And, and yeah, like I was super excited at the end of the night, but it was, it was, it was, my attitude was more like, I was taking care of business game. That's what that was. It's early in the series. It's still going to be a long series. That was a taking care of business type of effort. And I love Jimmy's attitude after the game. Totally unimpressed. Yeah. All right. See you Saturday. Gonna do it again. That was an arrogant effort from the Celtics. That was a Celtic team who came out in the second half. Yeah, we're up by nine at home. We got him. Okay, okay, okay. I saw the headline on first take this morning. Are the Celtics in trouble after game one? Well, they're in trouble because they're playing a team that thinks they're going to beat them. They're playing a team that does not care about you, does not care who you are, does not care you may have more talent, does not care about your building. So they're playing a team that can beat them again. So in that respect, yeah, they're in trouble. But though are they in trouble after game one, like, you know, the series in trouble? No, the Celtics can totally win in our building, totally. But yeah, in, in general, they're in trouble because the Heat can win this series. And they just showed you and everybody else. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great 
talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash blue wire sports offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at indeed.com slash blue wire sports. That's indeed.com slash blue wire sports and support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash blue wire sports terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. At Casper, we love sleep as much as you do. That's why we're bringing back the very first bed in a box millions love at a price everyone will love. Meet the Casper, a mattress so comfortable it could only have one name. Enjoy four layers of cozy support for just $9.95. Plus, get Airscape technology to help you wake up refreshed. Get your best rest at our best price with the new Casper mattress. Shop online or visit a Casper sleep shop near you today. Casper, for the love of sleep. Exclusions apply. See casper.com slash promo. Tatum was awful late. Yeah, you give credit to the Heat defense. Tatum's getting crushed today, all right? But the Heat defense, Jimmy, Bam, Max Struess, terrific. Imagine, I mean, and Joe Missoula, Tatum's getting crushed today. Missoula's getting crushed today. I mean, the Heat outscored the Celtics 46-25. He didn't call a single timeout. Just the charge TV timeout. Did not call a single timeout. And that's been an issue of contention with him, the media, the fans, all season long. He does not call timeouts. So he's getting crushed today. He's asked about it after the game. He's super contentious with the media because how could anyone question 34-year-old first-year head coach who has done absolutely nothing? How could you question Joe Missoula? So Missoula's getting crushed. And I got to tell you, imagine being Joe Missoula and thinking, you know what's one of the things we're going to do this game? You know what's one of the adjustments I'm going to make? You know how I'm going to stop Jimmy Butler and he's definitely not going to laugh and go to the basket and shoot over him every single time? Imagine being Joe Missoula and thinking, I'm going to play Peyton Pritchard, who never plays. I'm going to play Peyton Pritchard. I'm going to have him guard Jimmy Butler. I'm going to play Peyton Pritchard on Jimmy Butler after never using him in the Eastern Conference Finals. Imagine that's a strategy that Joe Mazzulla thought, we're going to do this. Woo! I mean, how bright were Jimmy Butler's eyes every time Peyton Pritchard was on him in that game? The fact that he was in the game and on Jimmy Butler, you gotta be kidding me. That's a joke. (laughs) And we're doing the thing again, right? Joe Mazzulla mentioned this after the game. I don't know if the rest of the Celtic media is doing this again because it was a major thing last year. But we're doing that thing again, right? Where Joe Mazzulla says, we won three out of the four quarters. Get the hell out of here. I, I, you you got to be kidding me. Who the hell can, They did this all of last series too, last year. It's a completely arbitrary thing. The game is 48 minutes. They break it up into 12-minute quarters so you can have a break. Rest for a couple minutes. Put in some commercials. Have a sip of water. Let's get back out there. The quarters mean nothing. It doesn't mean anything. It's a completely arbitrary stoppage. It doesn't mean anything. We won three out of four quarters. Who the hell cares? It literally means nothing. I can't believe we're doing that again. I hope it continues. That's a, cl- that's a, cl- that's a clown answer. Clown answer, Joe. Great night. Great way to start things off last night. And now it's the Panthers' turn. Great way to get everything going last night. And I'm not, I'm super happy, but does everybody calm down? Long series, man. Eastern Conference Finals. Been here before. Act like you've been there before. I'm acting like I've been here before. Act like you've been here before. Long series. Game at a time. See you tomorrow night. Yep. Awesome. Awesome start. We're going to talk to ESPN's Dave Pash. Coming up in a few minutes here. He's got the call every game on ESPN Radio alongside Doris Burke. He obviously had the call last night. 
We'll get in touch with him from out there in Boston. So Dave Pash will join us coming up, of course, on the Johnny Cuba guest line. Before we get to the Panthers here, give me a little bit on the Panthers before they get back in action tonight. I've been telling you about the number... The best insurance agency in all of Florida was most recently named by Progressive. Number five in the entire country. Number one overall in Florida. You know I'm talking about Brunt Insurance. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. There's a reason why I've been using Greg Brunt and his team at Brunt Insurance for 10 years now. And there's a reason why they're being rated number one in all of Florida and number five overall in the entire country. That's why I stay with them. I'm getting the affordable price. I'm getting exactly the coverage I need for my home. And anytime I got questions or I need some help, I get him on the phone immediately. I want to talk to the man himself. 954-589-2204. You can't do this all on your own. The market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you. Fully licensed staff. And wherever you're calling from in Florida, Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance is delivering you comprehensive insurance tailored exactly to your needs. They'll tell you exactly what you need depending on what type of home you have. You need renters, you need condo insurance. It's all good. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. So tonight, you got the Panthers looking to capitalize on what the Heat just did. I mean, can we can we get game ones on the road in both series? Come on, let's go. Panthers a little bit of a rest leading into tonight. Haven't had that so far this postseason because you went from Game 7, obviously. Very quick turnaround. You got to start in Toronto two days later. So got a little bit of a rest here against what's going to be a super difficult challenge in Carolina who plays a very similar style defensively as the Panthers. And that building, by the way, in Carolina and Raleigh has been a house of horrors for the Panthers forever. So I'm super worried about this series. But also, I'm very confident this Panther team has, um, I mean, an opportunity we have not had in 27 years. I'm incredibly excited about tonight with the Panthers. 8 o'clock start, not 8.30 like yesterday. So that was the hardest thing with yesterday. It wasn't that it's an 8.30 start and it's late. It's not that it was late. It's that I get done with dinner and I'm just like waiting around for two hours for the game to start, you know? It was the waiting. It was the waiting. So the waiting drove me mad. So... 8 o'clock, much better tonight. But I'm very confident in Bobrovsky right now. This is like how you felt about Van Beesbrook the last time they were in this situation. You know you have a goalie who could stand on his head if he needs to. So, I, now look, Matthew Kachuk is super due. He had no, five goals the first series against Boston. No goals last round against Toronto. Sasha Barkov, also super due. I think he's got just the one goal so far this postseason. He's super due. I think that's a good sign going into tonight. This is different from watching the Heat last night because, like the Heat game, I'm confident the whole time. We're going to be right there in the fourth quarter. But with the Panthers, anything can happen any minute of the 60 minutes that can impact the end of the game. Like for the Heat, A shot in the second quarter was not going to impact the finish in the fourth. Totally different game. We're talking Stanley Cup playoffs. The entire 60 minutes is anxiety. So get ready for tonight. Hopefully we're all going to be sleeping well. You know I'm sleeping on my sheets and giggles. I got my comforter. I got my sheets. Last week I was sick. I had to move downstairs into the game room. I didn't want to get my wife sick. The only thing that kept me, you know, sleeping sound... Because I'm sleeping on, on, the, on the sofa bed downstairs in the game room. I had my Sheets and Giggles sheets. Sheetsgiggles.com. By the, by the way, yesterday, of course, I was hat-shamed by Juju Gotti on the Lebitard show. If you go to Sheets and Giggles right now and you use the promo code NICEHAT, you're going to get the discount at checkout. That's right. Use the promo code NICEHAT. Sheets and Giggles, all right? Sheetsgiggles.com. Just like the Zaslow family, you'll be one of over 100,000 Americans who are sleeping on sheets and giggles naturally. Softer, cooler, more breathable sheets. I got that eucalyptus uh, uh, pillow, pillow. You get a eucalyptus mattress if you want. Comforter, my all-time favorite comforter. My man Colin, founder and CEO of Sheets and Giggles, 
Huge Miami sports fan. So, you know you're supporting the right company. But nonetheless, he's helping you sleep. And he's keeping the environment in a good place, all right? Sheets and giggles. Use promo code NICEHAT. I mean, I threw it away. Use promo code NICEHAT. You'll get that discount. Sheets and giggles. Sheetsgiggles.com. So the Heat take the 1-0 series lead last night. We all know that's the majority of the show today. Of course, also Panthers tonight. Every other day, we got Heat one day. We got Panthers the next day. Really an amazing time here down in South Florida. Uh, joining us here, of course, on the Johnny Cuba guest line, Dave Pash, ESPN. He has the call the entire series on ESPN Radio along with Doris Burke. Dave, thanks so much for joining us here. Uh, the first thing I want to ask you was last night a shocker. No, uh, I've had Miami twice already on TV in the playoffs uh, in the first round against Milwaukee game three and then game three in the conference semis against the Knicks. And in both games, Miami was dominant. Uh, I've, I've been around the NBA long enough and followed Eric Spolstra's career and Jimmy Butler's career and Miami's career uh, and its culture uh, long enough to never uh, count out the heat. Uh, I feel like I may be in the minority there. It, it seems like there are a lot of people that still haven't figured it out. But, um, you know, I think they're just a great example of finding the right type of players to win in the playoffs. There are plenty of guys in the regular season that, that get numbers and have great stats. There are certain guys that uh, – that, can take their games to a different level in the postseason. Miami has several of those guys. It's not just Jimmy Butler, but it is primarily Butler. Um, I'm watching him throughout this postseason. Employees don't. I'm not comparing him to Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant, but you know some of his his grit, his toughness, the the timeliness of the plays he makes. It reminds you of the greatest players we've seen in the greatest moments. And uh, it'll be interesting to see if he can keep this up um, because, again, what he did last night in game one, I mean, there haven't been many guys to go 35-5-5-5. He's the uh, third. The- He's the third now in NBA history, I saw. The rest of the list includes Michael Jordan and Allen Iverson. Uh, to You know, six steals. Uh, it's just – He's remarkable, and I just – I love his toughness. I love his grit. You know, I know he's not for everybody, but, you know, there, there, there are a lot of players that are great that aren't for everybody. That's how it should be. If everybody likes you, then, uh, you know, and you're considered one of the best players in the world. I mean, I haven't met too many players like that across pro sports that, oh, everybody just loves them. <laughs> I mean, how many guys do we say that about? Um you know, I think it's one thing maybe if you're, you know, an NFL quarterback where you almost need everybody on your team to, to like you as well as respect you. But at least as far as the NBA goes, um, I mean, you think about Larry Bird, go back to, to when he was in the NBA. Not everybody liked Larry Bird. There are plenty of people that didn't, but uh, he was a killer and Jimmy Butler is a killer. My favorite part last night was after the game. And, and you know, look, we're, we're used to it here. But my favorite part after the game, Jimmy's you're, you're working on the radio, so you're not seeing it, I imagine. And NBA on TNT, they're interviewing Jimmy on the floor right after the game. And he he's being cordial, of course, but he's just so unimpressed with all of it. It's like, we won this one game. I expect to win every single game. I'll see you in two nights. Just completely unimpressed. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, we had Kyle Lowry on our broadcast and, you know, I think there's, you know, Kyle's built in a similar way. Um, You just think about, you know, his career and what he's accomplished. And, you know, there were people early in Kyle's career that, uh, you know, were questioning him. There were a lot of people that weren't sure about him and, and he didn't make, you know, as many friends as maybe some other players did. I'm okay with that. (laughs) I think Miami's certainly okay with that. Um, you know, you, you get in these playoff games, there are no friends. There's no quarter. And I think there's too many guys. You know, it's one of the things, um, you know, I know Giannis is a guy that doesn't work out with guys on other teams in the summer, at least he hadn't previously. Like, I, I kind of like that. You know, I do NFL, and I see so many guys in commercials from they'll, – they'll come together – They'll leave their respective huddles to go dap up the other guy. And it's like, wait a second, you're in the middle of battle. 
that shouldn't be happening. And what I love about the Heat, what I love about Jimmy Butler is when when the game starts, it's you versus everybody. And that's how it should be in pro sports. Yep. yep. What uh what do you make of what do you make of Boston in the fourth quarter? Well, let, let's start out with the third quarter, I guess. I, I know post game, and it's become a running theme now here in the postseason with Joe Missoula, the timeouts. He's very testy back and forth with the media after the games. Uh, what what do you make of the criticism there? Well, look, first of all, he's 34 years old. He's the youngest head coach in a conference final since Bill Russell back in 1968. So at age 34, when you're in your first year as a head coach, and I asked him this pregame, like as you go along in the, in the playoffs and you're coaching a group that is very experienced and been in this position before, this is their fourth conference finals in the last seven years. Now, Joe was an assistant for three of the uh, three years and then got the head job, obviously, this year. Um, and, you know, it's not like, you know, he was thrust into this situation uh, because of Ime Udoka. I think we need to consider those circumstances a little bit. And I'm not trying to defend him, but I do think he's in a very unique situation. And he even said, I have to kind of pick my spots when to insert myself because I, I'm the head coach, but I also need to be a good listener. I've got star players. I've got veteran players. And I think that's the case with most head coaches. You've got to pick your spots uh, depending on what team you're coaching. And so I think he's got a very delicate situation. And look, if they go down 0-2 on Friday, the media probably won't be the only ones that are questioning him. You're probably going to have guys that he's coaching. They're going to start questioning him. That's human nature. Um, so I think he's in a really tough spot. As far as uh, as far as Bam's performance, you know, one of the things that I went into this series with was Bam. Bam gets a lot of criticism down here. Period. He's kind of like every good team has the guy that the fan base looks at when the team isn't playing well. Him, he needs to do more. It's his fault. Like Bam's that guy for the Heat fan, and he struggled in the East Finals last year, especially going up against Rob Williams. Bam had a great game seven, but still for the series, he really struggled. And I feel this could be a real redemption series for Bam at a bio. He had he had a stretch of like two months during this regular season where he looked like a super aggressive offensive player who was taking that next step. Uh, I think we saw a lot of that, especially in the first half last night. Give me some thoughts on Bam's play. I thought he was terrific last night. I, I did too. I, I feel like it, and you're obviously closer to it. And you see it every day, but it, it it feels like the expectations are maybe a little bit too high for for Bam Adebayo. Uh, you know, Nikola Jokic is the greatest hub in the NBA, meaning everything on the offensive end goes through him. You know, Bam is is Miami's hub on offense and on defense, and I think he does a really good job. Uh, you know, he's been an All Star twice. Uh, I'm not sure that, you know, Bam Adebayo, if you polled other players, they would say he's, you know, one of the top three or four centers in the NBA. But, you know, he's an all-defensive guy four straight years. He's an all-NBA candidate and an all-star contender pretty much every year. Um, I think, you know, when he gets 18 to 20, 7 to 10 rebounds, five assists, I think that's about what he had last night. That's he's doing his job. And I, I think I think he's a really good player. Um, I, I just I think it's interesting that because we I, we get asked about Bam Adebayo a lot. And I again, like to me, Jimmy Butler's a superstar. I think Bam Adebayo is an excellent player. And I think, he, you know, based on what's asked of him, he exceeds his role, I think, because of all that they expect of him and ask him to do. Do you think there are teams out there? who and you see all these coaches, these championship coaches who who get fired over the last few weeks. Do you think there are teams out there whose ownership looks at what the Miami Heat do with Gabe Vincent, Max Strus, uh, Caleb Martin, Duncan Robinson, undrafted players who spent time in the G League, you know, low-salaried players. Look at what the Heat are doing. Like, what? Why aren't we finding the value? Why aren't we able to do what the Miami Heat continuously are able to do? Well, a couple things. I, and, you know, I was asked this during a pregame interview uh, nationally with ESPN Radio last night. First of all, what's happening with the coaches is, is out of control. You know, when you have Monty Williams, Doc Rivers, Mike Budenholzer, 
uh, all fired uh, within the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, imagine if Miami had lost patience in Eric Spolstra 12 years ago when they lost uh, to Dallas uh, in that first run to the finals with that group. Imagine if they had pulled the trigger on an Eric Spolstra and, and, and fired him. Um, obviously, it would have been a huge mistake. A uh, huge mistake. Um, <laughs> it's you, You've got to identify – Miami has been able to identify and evaluate talent and grow talent, but part of that is because they, they have the same structure. They have the same head coach, the same coaching staff. It's not just your – your personnel people, you need to have a, a coaching staff that can to develop and work with these players over time. That's the reason I think Miami is as good an organization as there is in pro sports because they don't make a lot of changes just to make changes, just to appease players, right, which a lot of owners do. Hey, we got to appease the players. I get it. Players are making X amount of dollars. Joel Embiid and James Harden don't play well in game seven. Doc Rivers is out. I get it. That's how it works. DeAndre Ayton doesn't play well. Kevin Durant doesn't play well in games, you know, in game six, Monty Williams is out. Um, you know, Milwaukee has a poor first round, but is out. I, that's, that's how things are in the NBA. But I would love to see more organizations take the approach that the Heat do. And that's, let's stick with our guys that we believe in. Let's let them, along with the players that we're either drafting or identifying as undrafted players, and let them progress and develop. And, the Heat have the sustained success to show that that model works. You're totally right with the coaches where, you know, Milwaukee may be thinking, all right, what if what if Giannis doesn't want to sign this extension? All right, let, we got to move on. Or what if KD d- didn't like being coached by Monty? We got to move on. And, and it's constantly appeasing the players when I, I may be simplifying it a little bit, but the Heat and Pat Riley, they essentially let LeBron leave rather than give in to maybe all the demands that LeBron, LeBron wanted the Heat to give him and his group. Because like, no, this is the way we do things here. And this is the way we're always going to do things here. And, you know, and maybe at times that's hurt them. Uh, maybe not yeah. being flexible in that regard with, with certain players. But, you know, the New England Patriots, because of Bill Belichick, have a similar model. Like, you're going to do it the way we do it. And if that doesn't work for you, you know, I work with Bill Walton a lot on, uh, you know, college basketball. And I know this was 50 years ago, but, you know, Bill tells a great story of the time that, you know, he didn't want to cut his hair. And John Wooden had, you know, strict rules on uh, the length of hair and, and on facial hair. And so, you know, Bill went into coach's office and told Coach Wooden, hey, I'm not going to do it. And Coach Wooden looked at him and said, Bill, we wish you the best of luck wherever you, you know, wherever you go in your your next stop. And there was a standard that Coach Wooden had. And maybe Bill Walton leaves and, you know, UCLA's dynasty ends. Um, but I just think, you know, there's there's something to be said for having a standard, having a certain way of doing things. And if that doesn't work for you, and look, it, it obviously worked a while for LeBron James. He was there four years and they won two championships, went to the finals every year. Um you know, and maybe it's hurt Miami at times, but look, this is a this is a franchise that's had as much success as anybody the last two decades in the NBA, and there's got to be a reason why. You know, it's not just because of players; it's because of everything. Are you dialed into the Western Conference, or do you you take a night to yourself? You go out, you get a good dinner, and just relax tonight. What do you do? Well. I've got some some friends here in, in Boston that I'm going to get together with, but I'll be I'll be watching. Uh, I, I love this time of year. We got a game every other night. It's it's great. You know, I I I'm watching game one the other night with the Lakers and Nuggets, and yeah, I, I tweeted this out too at the end of the game. You want to vote for Joel Embiid for the MVP? It's fine. He's amazing. He had an amazing year. But it's like I'm watching Nikola Jokic, and it it's a joke. You know, I mean, he's he's incredible. And the MVP award, I mean, listen, Michael Jordan won it only five times, okay? Like, Shaq won the MVP once. I get it. It's not necessarily for the best player. And I'm watching Nikola Jokic the other night. It's, I mean, he's he's ridiculous. Yeah, and I voted for Embiid because, you know, I think, again, it's a, like, to your point, it's a regular season award. Kobe Bryant won it one time, and yeah. it wasn't until 2008 that he won it. Uh, he had already won, you know, uh, he had a three-peat prior to the, uh, winning that <laughs> regular season MVP. Um, I, I, Nikola Jokic is, you know, for people that haven't had a chance maybe to watch him 
hopefully they're finding out just how amazing he is. Um, I mentioned earlier, like the fact that he's the hub of the offense, his passing, uh, his basketball IQ, the shot making. Um, and, you know, he's so hard to get around like people, you know, he's so hard to defend because of his footwork. But he's also, you know, you look at his arms like I've always said he leads the league in scratches. Yeah. Like you always look at his arms. They're yeah. all red during the game because he's been scratched because guys are trying to get around him because um, he's so wide. He is phenomenal. Uh, they're the best team in my mind in the NBA, and I expect them to win the championship because of Jokic. I know uh, I know NBA fans, going back to the, the Knicks and Patrick Ewing, they love talking about the lottery being fixed. Why would let, – let's entertain for that silliness for a moment. What benefit is there for the NBA to fix the lottery for San Antonio? It's a None. super small market. Yeah, the, that's ridiculous. I, I can't even entertain the idea because it is so ridiculous. No, it, it it makes no sense. Like if you want to say Houston or Dallas, those are major markets. San Antonio is such a small market. It's it's I, I what have you seen? I mean, look, you're looking at highlights. I'm looking at highlights. It's I I've never seen anyone like this, Victor Wembanyama. You know, and and for some reason. Like Chet Holmgren last year, we're talking about that build, the body type. Like Chet Holmgren looks delicate. I don't feel that way about Wen Benyama. You know what I'm saying? You know, I had a chance to talk to Brian Windhorst uh, a couple months ago. Um, we ran into each other at a game that I was calling, and uh, Brian was kind enough to spend a little time telling us about Victor because I know he, and you saw him the other night interviewing him in Paris, he, he's done a lot of stories on him. He has covered him. The thing that stood out to me, and it reminded me a, a lot of when LeBron James came in, is how on top of everything Victor Wembanyama is with regard to taking care of himself, taking care of his body, his understanding of the game, his understanding of the business. Like he, He's not just a talent. He's not just a guy that's coming into the NBA with great ability. He has everything else figured out, and he's got the right people around him. They're going to help him succeed. I think that's why you're seeing a lot of people compare him to LeBron or even say he's uh, ahead of LeBron in terms of uh, his potential to change the NBA. It's not just him. It's the people he surrounded himself with to help him succeed. And, yeah, the highlights are ridiculous. Um, I, I can't wait to see it. Um, and, you know, you talked about we, we spent a lot of time, obviously, here talking about Miami's organization you know san antonio is very similar they do things a certain way and i think he is going to fit in great with what they're going to ask of him and expect of him dave pash espn radio has got the call the entire series along with doris burke excellent job i appreciate you joining us here how about how about i'm getting you out of here dave without making you say something about john morant that's very nice right <laughs> yeah it feels like i'm the only one that hasn't been asked about that which is which is, is just fine Thank so. you, Dave. Have fun the rest of the series. I think it's going to be really great, really long. Yep. Appreciate it. Thanks. All right. Excellent job by ESPN's Dave Passion. Of course, all guests on Zaslow Show 2.0, you know, are brought to us by the official beer of Zaslow Show 2.0. Johnny Cuba, European roots with a Caribbean soul. Hey, if you've run out of beer, make sure you get a new six-pack of Johnny Cuba. Game two, Heat Celtics tomorrow night. So you get a refreshing German lager in a can, you enjoy game two, an opportunity to take a 2-0 series lead on the road, go pick up a new six-pack of Johnny Cuba at your local Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie, Fresco, Imas. Always drink responsibly. I always love being able to drink a Johnny Cuba in the comfort of the Zaslow Mansion family room. We all know that's responsible. It makes the game that much better. And of course, don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra, stay Tranquilo, let's get to big deal or not a big deal. You know what I'm talking about. Hey, if you're dealing with water mold or fire damage in your home, that could be a big deal. Maybe it's not a big deal, but I'm not the one who could tell you about that. Water cleanup of Florida. They'll let you know if it's a big deal or not a big deal. 954-900-8635 or go to WCUFL.com. Water cleanup of Florida is available for you. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Again, Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. Let Water Cleanup of Florida tell you if it's a big deal or not. Not a big deal. All right. 
Big deal or not a big deal? Okay, so yesterday, last night, was AEW Dynamite. I watched after the Heat game yesterday. I watched the whole show. Uh, I'm almost through it. But one of the things that happened last night, Tony Khan, founder and CEO, he announced a new show, a third AEW show called AEW Collision is going to debut this summer. Every Saturday night, you got pro wrestling on TNT, a third AEW show. So Wednesday night, Dynamite. Friday night, Rampage. Saturday night, Collision. That's a big deal. More wrestling. There's so much wrestling. Yes, AEW Collision, that's a big deal. All right, big deal or not a big deal. So we love the Inside the NBA, NBA on TNT crew. Well, we also know those guys, especially Shaq and and, and, and Barkley, their knowledge as far as knowing all the guys in the game, a little bit lax. And that could include the Miami Heat. And that was never more apparent than last night where Shaquille O'Neal, Ke- Kenny Smith, by the way, too, but Shaquille O'Neal kept calling Max Struess, Max Schuster. Do his thing, but if I can get Jimmy out about and Schuster, give me something one game. Duncan Robinson, give me something other game. Somebody else come off the bench. Well, are we talking about the same guy? You called him Strauss. You called him Schuster. So we're talking, talking about, about Max, the same. We're talking guy. about Max Struess, right? Struess. It starts with an S. That's all I know. Struess. 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 Hey, it looks like Struess. Hey, hey, Max, Max, hey, Max Schuster. <laughs> Good luck tonight. Schuster, Strauss. Okay, okay, okay Chuckster. That's T R Struess. I'm going not a big deal. The most important thing is, is that Shaq knows about that heat culture. Now he knows what Max Struess's name. So before he didn't, same thing with Kenny. Now they both know. If you don't know, you're going to learn. So I'm going not a big deal. All right. Big deal or not a big deal. The Marlins yesterday, they get another win over the Nationals. They're going to go for the sweep today. The Marlins are a game over 500 after another one-run win. They're now 14-1 in one-run games. They went 4-3 yesterday over the Nationals at Lone Depot Park. And how about Jorge Soler hitting his 11th home run of the season? First time up. And sends this one into left center field toward AutoNation Alley. Another home run for Jorge Soler. All right, so the Marlins, another one-run win. I'm going to go, you know, eh. I'm going to go big deal. Jorge Soler, after being terrible last year, his first two at the Marlins, he's been very good so far. He's hitting bombs. So you know what? I'll go big deal. Let's do it. Going for a sweep today against a terrible Nationals team. Finally, one more for you. Big deal or not a big deal? All right. Christopher Mad Dog Russo. We all know. He's a great influence on me. He's one of my, all, maybe my all-time favorite. One of the greatest sports talk show hosts of all time. We know every Wednesday he is on ESPN First Take. So yesterday, he was on. He was talking a little bit about Victor Wembanyama. Of course, that was the night before we found out he's going to go to the San Antonio Spurs. Here's Mad Dog Chris Russo on First Take yesterday. And he is not sold on Wembanyama being this massive prospect. I'm going to start listening to these quote-unquote experts. This is the greatest prospect in the history of prospects. What the... Have they heard of Lou Alcindor? Lost two games at UCLA MVP at three straight NCAAs in the end of the tournament. And number one pick out of the Bucks. And they had to flip the coin with Phoenix. Milwaukee won it and Kareem won by This guy's better than Kareem. That guy was an incredible prospect. This guy's played against high school kids in France. Nobody cares. This idea that somehow he's the best pro- How about LeBron James? How about Elijah Watt? I mean, the best prospect in the history of basketball? What guy analyzes that way? I can't judge the talent he's playing against the fans. He's not playing at UCLA. And Kareem and Alcindor, that drove me crazy. Take it easy. Nice player, seven foot five. Let's wait and see. All right, I'm going not a big deal. I think Russo's dead wrong on this one, even though I love him. Could disagree sometimes with people that you love. We know, I mean, he's throwing Luau Cinder out there. He's throwing LeBron out there. Here's the thing. They're not saying he's going to be a better player than those guys. They're saying he's a better, pro- a bigger prospect. We've never seen anyone. We've never seen anything like this guy, Wembenyama. 
You heard me talking about it with Dave Pass right there. So I'm going not a big deal. And that right there is another addition. A big deal or not a big deal. If you got water damage, fire, mold maybe, water cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. They'll tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. Yes. All right. What a show. Let's, hey, the Heat got this potential two-week stretch off on the right note last night. Panthers, it's your turn tonight. Let's go. Eight o'clock tonight. Panthers with an opportunity to inch even closer to getting to the Stanley Cup final. An improbable Stanley Cup playoff run continues tonight for your favorite little hockey team. I'm way jacked up over it. 60 minutes of total anxiety in Ajita. I can't wait. It's my drugs. Put, put it right into my veins. I'm ready to go tonight. Come on. Thanks, everybody who listened today. I appreciate you guys. Thanks, everyone's hard work for helping put together the show today. You guys are always great. Can we start the show tomorrow with the Heat and the Panthers up one game to none in their respective Eastern Conference Final Series? That's what I'm talking about. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 tomorrow. You know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six-packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing.